Hi, my name is John Stringfellow, and you're listening to No Strangers Here on 88.5 FM, WCUG, Cougar Radio. Welcome back, and hello, new students of CSU and returning students to our fall semester 2020. I know this is going to be a weird year for many of us returning and for our new students as well, but together we certainly will all see this through one step at a time. Um, I'd like to dedicate this episode uh, in support of a new friend uh, personally. We, we met over Twitter and I was in a way promoting uh, the radio. Doing so, I managed to meet with another fellow poet who was looking to uh, promote her poetry. And I offered the idea of having it aired here on No Strangers Here. And she agreed to it and thought it'd be a, a fine idea. Um, so today, again, I'd like to dedicate this episode to Bridget Hannon, uh, the author of A Lovely Wreckage, which is a collection of poetry. And because of that, I will be reciting and reviewing and, uh, of course, analyzing, as we usually do, uh, uh, two of her poems in her collection. Uh, the one... Uh, the first one I'll be doing is the introduction poem uh, that sort of leaves in, leads into this narrative of the main character or the main protagonist in this who has to deal with mental illness. And this covers her whole journey through um, and how she herself copes with it. So to begin, I will be reading uh, Sick Since Sixteen. Again, this is the introductory poem. Six Since Sixteen and I... Rage against the broken system that leaves me baffled and bleeding, while fat cats line their mattresses with money with no regard for my broken pancreas. I watch as we die and I wait for my turn, terror in my veins, because in this big picture, no one cares who makes it out alive. Survival of the fittest is really survival of the richest. Either way, I'm dead in the water. I jump hoops and run races and bare my soul while cancer eats the cells in my family and hearts cease to beat too early, but no one is listening to my screaming because it is lost against the clamor of politicians and peasants who think they know what's best for me. Six and sixteen, and I will die with it, but you make it into another debate, another sideshow to attract the masses with the reaper waits in the wings to pick us off one by one. Um, so again, this was the introduction poem uh, that begins, like I said, the narrative of this main character who deals with mental illness. And I just thought, personally, this was such a great introduction to the overall story that Miss Bridget tells here. To me, this was just a very powerful way to, to start it all off, um, talking about how young she is, how being 16, recognizing all those things that we go through in high school, um, all about, you know, the system of capitalism, uh, you know, the big cats uh, who, who are pulling on, raking in all the money. And I thought it was an interesting way to start off because uh, I think many poets nowadays, especially like beat poetry, like to recognize and reveal all the negatives and the terrible things in their society. But this does it in a way that isn't necessarily so much focused on one thing at one period of time. Most poetry that I've read like this tends to focus on one big issue or tends to focus on a couple smaller issues that form a bigger idea. But here, this is more so a battle between oneself and the system in a way that's indirect. And the way that uh, it, it is displayed and shown um, and how it's broken up, it, it feels almost as if our main character here is being pummeled as if each of these lines of each of these negatives of society is beating her down alongside her own illness already. 
So all of this forms a very big push, I feel, for, for the story, and, it, and it, it really opens it up as to the intrigue and what else it can bring forth to the table in regards to the story. So the next poem I'll be reading um, is a little later down the line of the collection um, and is in the later part of the overall narrative. But again, I, I just had so much trouble trying to pick two poems to read for this episode because each of these poems are just so wonderfully put. And I had expressed my own opinion uh, of her collection after I had read the whole thing um, to uh, the author. And I had told her that it reminded me of, of a puzzle, how each poem was a puzzle piece and that they didn't all go into the right spaces all at the right time. You had to keep reading to find more puzzle pieces to start building the picture of our character. That was so interesting to me, and I really was inspired by that. And I, as a poet, would hope that I could accomplish something uh, along these lines because it, it's so inspirational to read this. And in regards to style and narrative and themes, um, to me, it's not only important to recognize this especially in a time period where we ought to focus more and more on wellness and mental health uh, more so than anything um, these days and so I feel like this collection is not only a way for people who suffer from certain mental illnesses to connect and relate to but also it's a message for those of us who may be unaware or don't realize the severity of these situations for many people um, and so this, this poem, to me, uh, was very relatable in the sense of being a writer and being a poet. Um, one thing I've always worried about personally with my own writing and my own poetry is if I'm any good or not. Um, if what I'm making is any good. And that's a constant struggle that I feel, um, not only for myself, but for fellow poets myself who are afraid to put themselves out there to try to express how they feel about a situation. And it's scary. It's really, really scary. And for our author here and for this character who is suffering from a mental illness, it's incredibly scary for her um, in regards to writing, in regards to her, her natural self. It To me, this was just the perfect way to display something like this. Because, I mean, <laughs> how else can I say it? I, I, Honestly, it, it was surprising to read that on how relatable it was to me and just how much it meant to read that and how much it influenced myself when it came to writing poetry. It, it, it was truly amazing to read, to say the least. So this next poem is called Click Clack. And again, it, it relates to not only to writing, but also to putting oneself out there regardless of whether you're creative or not. Um... For any of us who may be listening or for anyone who you may know that suffers from mental illness, for people like them to put themselves out there in society and out there uh, in whatever occupation or hobby they have uh, ties to. So this is called Click Clack. I want to write madly, fingers flying over a keyboard as I feel my senses bleed onto Word documents, but this darkness paralyzes me, leaving me broken and bruised again. I lick my wounds and stare and my black behemoth of a computer that sits in judgment over my lack of output. She shakes her head, this goes to the machine, and scolds me for giving up, for taking time. I cringe. My heart is beating, but my pulse is weak, and I feel less somehow in the tangle of wires that connects me to the world outside. 
I want to sit on my throne and pen my words with a rapid fire, click clack of keys, or the scratching and scrawling of pen on paper, but I can't raise my head towards the light. I can't grip the pencil between my tired fingers. Instead, I sin in shame while she judges me again, laughing at my weakness like so many school children, and I'm left with wanting once again. So for anyone who, who writes or um, anyone who is interested in poetry, for those of us who like to create, for those of us who want to put something out into the world, for those of us who sit at our computers or our pens and papers and are stuck or we've written something or we hate it, I hope that poem reaches to you as it did for me uh, because I can't tell you how many times I've sat at my computer screen just was staring blankly at nothing or writing out a few paragraphs or a couple lines to a poem and reading it over and saying oh this is, this is awful <laughs> I mean it, it's so relatable for those of us who um, who enjoy writing and enjoy uh, trying to make something worthwhile but again on another level for any of those who, who are trying to do something in their life that means a lot to them um, and they don't want to fail themselves or fail those around them. It's very, very important to succeed, or at least feel that you have succeeded in some form or fashion. Because if you feel as though you failed, it, it's, it's just disheartening. It's disappointing to yourself. And I, I love the the imagery here of the black behemoth of the computer and the judgment over it, as if the the computer itself is its own court, and that... Our, our author here, or the protagonist here, is the only one defending herself, trying to put herself out there, put her words out there onto paper or, or um, digitally. And, and that, that's something that many of us can relate to, that we feel as though we're being judged for what we lack. And that's a shame. You know, really and truly in our world, we shouldn't be judging one another for things that we may not possess or things that we are unaware of. If anything, we should reach out to one another and teach ourselves and teach others and learn from one another and try to support a community that is willing and wanting to learn, whether it's regarded to college and regular educational studies, whether it's a personal matter, um, whether it's a social matter that, that impacts us all and reshapes how we see things we should all come together and try to learn from one another and teach one another on, on how we feel about this and I, I felt that those two poems were great introductions to not only this fantastic collection that um, our author here has created but it's a great way to teach ourselves and teach others about how mental illness can affect each other um, not only through a family through friends and even individuals who feel that they're lost or unaccounted for. I think this is a great collection to relate to and a great collection to learn from. And so uh, for those interested in this collection, I want to absolutely promote uh, Bridget Hannon on this because I think she just knocked it out of the park with this. Um, you can find this poetry collection, uh, A Lovely Wreckage, uh, on Amazon and Kindle. Um, but you can also follow Bridget Hannon, uh, if you would like, uh, on her Twitter and Facebook. Uh, her online handle is at HamNEggs716. That's uh, N as in the letter N, HamNEggs716. Uh, and you can also find her uh, actually on WordPress too, um, HamNEggs716 
uh, .wordpress.com. Again, that's ham and eggs 716 uh, workpress.com. Uh, you can also follow our radio show, No Strangers Here, uh, on our official Twitter that I, I run. It is uh, at Here Strangers uh, on Twitter. Um, I hope that this poetry has reached out to those listening and that it impacts you in some way. Again, show Bridget Hannon some love here, uh, not only for this poetry collection, but also through the internet. Um, she's a, a wonderful person to talk to, and she is very, very, very funny on Twitter as well. I hope you guys all enjoyed. Uh, welcome back to our fall semester 2020, and I hope you guys are all having a happy and peaceful day. Thank you so much.